Blog Talk Radio. Turmoil fans, welcome to the show here on another Sunday afternoon. Sun guy along with the coach with the most coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite Patrick Swayze movie of all time is Ghost. Coach Mike Jones, real fast before we jump into it with the guest, if you're looking for some professional wrestling today on this very day we have in Astoria, Oregon, PNPW. Other side of the state in Portland, Oregon, we have Pacific Northwest Blue Collar Wrestling like usual on a Sunday. And there's also some pro wrestling happening in College Hills, Illinois. And, of course, Ric Flair's last match in Nashville, Tennessee in July of 2022. But without further ado, I want to welcome our guest today. He is a fine official in professional wrestling out of the great state of Ohio, Tim Boris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Our pleasure for sure. Now, since it is your first time with us, I will lead you off today with our first-timer question. What led to you getting into the business of professional wrestling? Well, the difference is... Um, I became a fan, and I was four years old. I started watching it on TV, and when I was eight, I went to my very first show, and I got in the building, I ran to my seat, and I saw the ring, and I went, that's it, that's it, that's all I want to do. And ever since then, I just wanted to be, and ever since then, I am a want to be a part of it. Now, in Ohio, uh, there's a lot of professional wrestling. There's a lot of professional wrestling schools. Were you aware of the independent wrestling schools and who was doing training at that point, or was it something that took a lot of research on your part to be able to figure out where to go to get the training? Um, Kind of both. So when I moved here, I was about 13, and I, so before that, I didn't know nothing, I knew, I knew absolutely nothing um, about the independence scene. So unfortunately, before I went to the school that I did, that I did go to, I went to this really bad place, it was in the S, but I went to this, to this, um, to this, uh, Seminar. 
and there were some guys there who were actually fantastic, and they and they told me to go to this school. I said, okay, sh- oh, sure. So I went there, and um, I quickly realized, oh, I'm supposed to be here and not over there. You- <clears throat> so it so it was kind of like so it was kind of um kind of a long time, but she got it. Like I said, you work a lot in Ohio, and Ohio is a very big state, a lot of miles to go just within Ohio. What's the farthest trip so far that you've had to make for professional wrestling? Um, that had to be for show was about... I had a show in um, uh, Kansas City, um, uh, Missouri, in about 2019. No, no, about 2020, actually. So I had to drive there 10 hours straight, book at show, drove all the way back here, then it had to go to um, Akron to to go for my second show. So then I was like, I had to drive all the way to Akron, do that show, then drive all the way back home. So that's so that's the longest I've gone to a show. That would be a very long trip. A little bit, yeah. A lot of people in the wrestling business are aware of this. The fans may not appreciate it as much, but to be a very good wrestling referee, you have to have really good cardiovascular condition. You have to be in shape enough to go out there for as long as all of the matches take place. You might be out there for three matches that are 20 minutes as opposed to just one match that's 20 minutes. So you have to be in shape to handle that. What do you do personally to be able to maintain cardiovascular shape? Um, I mostly just run the treadmill like an hour um, every day. So I'll so I usually come home from um my on my job. I'll so I'll go to the gym, I'll do the treadmill for like an hour, come home, shower, sleep, and that's that's pretty much it. I'm not a I'm not a big a weight training kind of guy, so the treadmill works the 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 uh, treadmill works best um uh for me. I know Ric Flair has always been a proponent of treadmill, so there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. A lot of people in professional wrestling tend to craft diets uh, that work best for them in order to maintain ring shape. Uh, Some people eat anything that they want. Some people have very strict diets. What's your current diet situation like as far as eating and being able to be in ring shape? Um, 
I don't really have a specific diet, but say I've tried I've tried dieting before. It's just it just makes me insane. Cause I love food, I just can't do it right. But I don't really eat that bad though. I don't I don't go out of my way to eat bad. Um, I try to eat something that's you know I I have to eat. Salads a lot. Salads help me throughout the day. Um, I'll have like chicken and some rice for dinner. Nothing insane, just heavy, basic, simple stuff. Now, being in the business, you're probably very aware that at any time during a match, Injuries can happen. It's just part of the natural flow of professional wrestling injuries are always going to be there. Have you personally been in a match where there's been a serious injury taking place? Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple, actually. Um, this this a one time, this, this, this guy did a suicide dive on the outside, and he Cause of ice, so with like, not, I didn't stop the match, but we called, so we called for the doctor, and the match continued. But the most serious one happened to a very good friend of mine. Um, is at a show in Amalian. He did hurricane line from the top rope, and he hit his head on the, any 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 um any um hit his head. And then he was out cold. And I mean, he was out for a good five, six minutes. He was, he was really, he was like, he was like really, really a breathing. He, um, his eyes were not like, and they were closed. I thought he was, the scariest thing was, I thought he was like dead. I thought, I, I thought, oh my God, I just saw my friend die. But luckily he's all good now. He's a, Tired, he's all good. That, but that's the worst one I've ever seen. That was that was pretty horrific. Uh, have you yourself ever suffered an injury during the course of a match? Um, course of match, I uh, no. I've been humped around, I've been hurt, but nothing like nothing bad. Just the day after. But other than that, you know, I wake up and I'm like kind of sore. But during the match, nah, nothing, nothing, nothing bad. Thank God for that too, because that'd be awful. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it personally. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. On a similar path, in pro wrestling. Blood has become sort of a controversial topic because we know things through medical science that we didn't know years ago about bloodborne diseases and bloodborne pathogens and so forth. There's still right. promotions that have a lot of blood involved. Some promotions try to steer clear of blood at all. There's mixed feelings from the wrestlers as well. Where do you stand yeah. when it comes to having blood involved on a professional wrestling show? 
Um, I think blood is okay if it's done the correct way. If it's done a okay, so, so let's say you got this really big feud like six, seven, eight months, and you finally get to the end of it. This is like huge, big, this huge giant, this huge giant. Uh, I, 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 I mean, it's bad. It's crazy. It's nuts. That's okay. If it's used for some purposes, that's fine. But if you leave every single night, that's not good. That'll destroy your. That'll destroy your. That'll destroy your body. That'll destroy the ring. It's not good for fucking anybody. But if you. But if you. But if you. But, but if you do lead, it was like just like you know. Once in a while, so if it makes sense, or if it's like a big, big, a match, then that's okay. But if you're just leading just for the just for the sake of it, then that's just really stupid. That makes actually no sense. But that's just, that's just, that's just a me. Now, in your career. Have you done a lot of the stipulation matches, like steel cage, bull rope, that type of thing, where blood is a very possible result from the stipulation? Um, eh, kind of, but not really. I've done, I think, about one steel cage match, and like a I think one guy fled. Um, I briefly just did my first two out of three false match, which is like a lot of fun. Um, I've done a few street fights, but there was no blood. But there was no blood. Um, I've done hardcore stuff, which which I did with fun. At not 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 a really no. Fair enough. Now, if people are in wrestling for any length of time, they will discover that it's not always easy to get something to eat after a pro wrestling show. Usually (laughs) the show's in late and then... You have to break down the ring. You have to clean the venue. You get out of there at very, very late hours, and usually there's not a lot out there to choose from at that point. How hard is it from your experiences to be able to get post-match food? It's gotten harder ever since COVID hit. Before COVID hit, it was... It was hard, but not, but not, uh, but not, uh, but not uh, that hard. But after COVID hit, it be, now it's like really tough because because places are frozen. Like on ninth, thirty ten, we don't get done with the show until like nine thirty ten. So when we actually leave the building, we don't usually leave until like maybe 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 twelve. So then everything's all closed except for maybe one or two things. So 
it's gotten really, really hard. I cannot tell you how many times I've come, I've come home just starving to just want to just, just eat everything in sight because I have nothing to eat the whole day. But it's getting really tough now, man. It's not easy getting food after the show. Especially when you go, like, out of state, we got, like, five, six, seven hours. It's, at times, it's just actually horrible because you're going on the road and you hear someone growling and you're like, and you're like, oh, my God. Will this be something like, like a winnings or something? It's, it's, yeah, it's getting really tough out there, man. I agree with you. I know choices got even more limited. So if I was in Oregon, headed back to Washington, when we would have five or six choices, it got pared down to maybe two. So right, yeah, relate. <laughs> now, being a professional wrestling referee, there's still a lot of companies out there at the national level that, of course, need referees and support staff and stuff. On the independent level, of course, uh, there's still plenty of jobs out there, and a lot of people are perfectly content with applying their trade at the independent level. For you personally, what's your ultimate goal within the wrestling business? Um, uh, my personal goal is to is to say I make my living in the professional wrestling business. Whether it's signed to WWE, Impact, um, um, AEW, that's awesome. That's 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 awesome. But for me, I will I love to say I make my I make my Let me just say, I, 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 I want to make my, I want to make my, a living in the, in the professional wrestling um, industry. So, why do I, so, so do I want to get signed? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, but, but my goal is to make money, and it's, yeah, <clears throat> I want, I want to make my living off of this. Very nice goal to have, for sure. Well, at this point in time, my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, is with us, and I know Coach has questions also, so I'll pass you over to him. Okay, man. How you doing, Coach? Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. It's an honor and privilege to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. And how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, normally we have some fan questions. We had a fan okay. who sent in questions for like a hundred shows in a row, and he let us down. He didn't send none today. But I sent out a message telling him he's got the show's almost over. He still he still got a chance to get a message in. So we're hoping he gets one in. <laughs> and. And then one of our regular questions we ask on this show, Sign Guy would like to know what your favorite coffee to drink is. Coffee? Yes. I'm not a coffee guy. 
um, um, so, so, um, I don't drink coffee. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, we, I'm, I'm, we get that answer more often than not now. So, yes, we know <laughs> what you mean. Favorite drinks? Uh, Sprite or Mountain Dew. That helps okay. so much when you're coming home. All right. Okay, so who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was sports, music, wrestling, or ordinary life? Uh, Mick Foley is the absolute number one hero for me. I, d- dude, I love Mick Foley so much. Um, as the Ick, Taker, and Sting. I love those guys so much as a kid. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to a show at the, uh, Nassau Coliseum. But before I, what right before I came here, it's a house show. The, 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 our main event was, uh, John Cena versus, um, um, Ed. And when, then when mixed uh, music hit, I'm like, oh my god, it's Mick Foley! <laughs> oh, dude, I lost my mind. I'm like, oh my god! And then at my very first show, is at um, uh, Madison Square Garden, and I saw Tiger come out. And when the hell, when the when the freaking blue smoke hit, I'm like, oh my gosh, Tiger! No way! I, I, dude, I just lost my mind. So for me, Sting, nice. and Hager. Okay, nice. And have you got to see uh, Mick Foley's comedy act? Yes, I did actually. Yeah, I saw him when I was actually training. <laughs> he came to and he um came to Columbus. And the best thing was, I took a picture. Okay, yeah, so that so was you, awesome. So you, you got to talk to him for a minute and let him know that he was your hero. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. It was amazing. Right on. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did you uh, play sports in high school or growing up? Uh, yeah, I played, um, I played football. I uh, played football and baseball and soccer as a kid. Then when I got to high school, I was, I was, I was on the wrestling team. So I was a pretty active as a kid. Okay. And then what's your self-defense background? My what? Self-defense. I see you've done some wrestling. Uh, um, self-defense, um, I, um, I did a little bit of judo, nothing crazy. But I only have a self-defense up there. I'm more – if I ever get into a, a fight – I do know how to take care of myself. I'm not like, I'm not like technically trained, but I know how to take care of myself. Okay, yes, definitely. And being a referee isn't as easy as people think. You need to know how to defend yourself, definitely. Right. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, what are some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with? Um... One comes to mind because my first year, um, it was a walk. Casper Harris and Abyss versus um, JJ Avell and 
Benjamin Bafanu, I think it was. Is it ASWA in <laughs> ASWA in um in um, um what's it called? The Mansfield. And the and the crowd was insane. Oh my god, it was nuts. When I hit the mat, it sounded like ten thousand people screaming and going nuts. I've never been heard anything like like that in my life. Wow. Um, yeah, it was such a moment for me. I was, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Uh, another one was a six-man tag between um, um, Al Snow. One of the most fun matches I've ever had. That was so, so cool. Because it was just so easy. And it was just such a good time to be in the ring with someone like, like Al, who's so smart and just so cool, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. A bunch of them, yeah. Some of that was just awesome. Those two come to mind. All right, yes, and what an honor to be in a match with uh, Al Snow. And, you right. know, a, a lot of people might, like, stress out and lose it a little bit. And then it's I nice and more... Yeah, and it's nice and more reassuring. Like you said, it was an easy. It made it easy. He's so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay, and then what are some of your favorite people to work with? Oh wow, there's a there's there's so many. Um, I love working with a uh, Madman Owen. He's just he's he's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Beastman is. One of the best. Um, all my so the guys I train with, Luis Casanova, Austin, um, Luis Casanova, Austin, Austin, uh, Austin, uh, um, Austin, uh, 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 plays, um, 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 Owen. Lennox, just so many, so many people. Um, James Avery, he was amazing. Tommy, Tommy Chill, just uh, just outstanding. The, basically, the whole scene here is absolutely uh, phenomenal. Nice. Okay. And then, what suggestions do you have for people who want wanting to get into the business? What's what questions do I have uh, uh, for them? What 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 suggestions for someone? Um, the big one is you got to go to a good school. You know, you can't go to someone's backyard. That's that's not gonna that's not gonna be good. Um, how I do that would be go go to your local independent shows. You can pretty much tell. Who's who's good and then like who's not? Then you know help out, help help with the links set up hair, you know help go <laughs> down, help with the security, you know. And then as time goes on, ask around, say hey, who can train me to do this? Who can train me to do that? Eventually, someone will help you out. It just takes time, you know. Um, just. Also, just look up guys in Also, I, I, I look up guys in your scene. If you know a certain 
a guy asking, hey, hey, who can I train me for this? Who can I train for that? He will know someone. So my sister will be looking on your scene, and you know, eventually somebody will help. Somebody will help you, help you out. Yes, definitely. And then, what schools do you suggest for people? Um, schools here, I suggest the school, the the school that I trained at, the Ohio Progressive Academy. The head trainer is uh, James Avery. Tommy Chill and South Bo. They are they are absolutely phenomenal at what they do. They put out numerous good guys, including me. Um <laughs> they are they are absolutely fantastic. Um so the uh, the uh, the other one is um the um AS the um um AS the um um ASWA school in in a mass field. Um, it's run by the living a uh, nightmare uh 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 Lee, who's been around for like thirty thirty some years. Phenomenal old school guy. He's such a he's he's amazing. He runs he runs an amazing company. It's fantastic. And then and 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 then the and then the other one is um Cody Hawk School out in um, um I feel I think it's in uh, I think it's in um uh, um I think it's in um Hamilton. So uh, my school the the Hawk Academy, um Jeremy Lee School and Cody Hawk School. Those are the right those, on those, those and then schools. Yeah. right on and then uh have you got to work with Cody Hawk and the Five Most Wanted very much? A little bit here and there, yeah. I was doing like I think twice. Cool guy. Okay. He was been a really good guy. Amazing hand. A phenomenal hand. Um, but yeah, he's a cool dude. And then what about have you done some midget shows out there? I'm sorry, what? Have you uh, been a referee for the midget shows? No, I've not. But that'd be so cool to do. Dude, I I want to do those shows so bad, but I'm, but no, I haven't no, I've not I I've not done those yet. No, I want okay. To. And then uh, myself and Sign Guy are Cincinnati Reds fans. Of course, I'm a, Mariner, I'm a I'm a Mariner fan first. Nice <laughs> that they got the the Mariners and Reds trade uh, trade thing going. What's your? Oh, uh, no. Are you a, are you a Cincinnati Reds fan? Uh, kind of. I'm a Mets fan myself. So, uh, Reds, kind of. Yeah, but nothing. You know, in, nothing like in. Hands. Okay, and then kind of. you know it's nice. Nice that the Mets and the Mariners made that trade. We got Kelnick, and you guys got Diaz. At the moment, yes. it looks like. Looks like the Mets won that trade, but hopefully yes, Kelnick can hope, hopefully Kelnick can rebound. But it God, still looks like God, Diaz, Diaz so. has a couple couple years left. Yeah, he does. He does. So what do you what do you got coming up? Um, I have this whole month just absolutely just absolutely booked up. I've um, August sixth, 
I have to go to um AS to um, ASWA in um, AS field. I, I have to go to um a million on the fourteenth. Uh, I have a show on the fifteenth. I am like everywhere this month, and the next one's also. I like I, I've like up until the end of October always booked up. So. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Always that's impressive. That's for all you people listening. That's an indication of how good somebody is when they're booked like that. That tells you something. So what? That's really cool. Yeah. And then, how do people get a hold of you? Um, I they either I talk to them, or they contact me. Um, I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. If you want to look me up, you 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 actually can. Um, it's Tempus. You'll uh, you'll see me on. You will see me in my website on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, oh. if you want to hit me up? Actually, no problem. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm sending you a friend request right now. And oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's an honor, privilege, and and we're proud to have you on. And I'm wishing you all the luck of the world, brother, and thank you so much. And I'm sure Sign Guy has more questions. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Coach. Well, Tim, being a wrestling referee is often an underappreciated, overlooked part of a wrestling show by the fans and sometimes by the people on the show and even running the show. We all know a good referee can help save a bad match. They can help oh, yeah. less experienced wrestlers get through a match. A yeah. referee can really hurt a match if they don't know what they're doing or where to be. Yes, I know can. you probably I've work with both sides of the coin, but who are some of the better referees that you've worked with on shows that you think deserve more credit than what they get? Um, two come to mind. Uh, 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 Ash Shield. He's he's based out of Akron. He's absolutely phenomenal in like every way. He's so good. And another one is George. I can never say his uh, uh, name right. Hang on, give me a second. I can't say his name right. George Zagab. I can't say his name right. But George Josh and me are absolutely phenomenal guys. They know that they know what they're doing. They are incredible athletes. It's just, they're absolutely they're absolutely um um they are absolutely um uh, fantastic. One of the other often underappreciated roles is the ring crew. It depends on the individual promotion on who does ring crew. Some promotions have a dedicated ring crew that only does 
the setup and the teardown of the ring. Some promotion will utilize the wrestlers on the event to help set up and tear down the ring. Sometimes it's the referee crew that does it. Sometimes it's a mix. Do you personally do a lot of ring crew on shows that you're working? Yeah, Um, absolutely. Um, It's also part of paying paying a dues. You know, it doesn't matter how big you are, you're gonna pay you you are gonna pay dues, you know. It's it's a it's a team effort. You know, we all gotta do this together because if we don't do this together, the show will not go on. So I help out, you know, as much like I'll help out as much as I absolutely can. Oh, fans may not fully understand it, but rings can actually differ quite a bit as far as how they are put together, the quality of them, the dimensions, things of that nature. Do you have a personal favorite physical ring where you work? Um... Not, not, not necessarily, not necessarily, not a necessary, not a necessarily, um, some rings can be harder than others, some rings can be, like, really soft, some are huge, some are small, I just, for me, I, me, me, personally, I cannot stand a low boys, those, like, those us, those us, super Super uh super uh 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 small ones. I can't stand those. <laughs> but no, I don't really have a preference. Bungs as long as good, I'll be fine with it. This is the type of uh season in the year where outdoor shows are very prevalent. I know Ohio can be extremely hot and extremely humid in the summer, but a lot of promoters will take advantage of the summer season to run outdoor shows. Do you have a personal opinion on being on outside shows as opposed to indoor shows? Um, I thought shows like can be, I mean, it's in the on it's gonna it's gonna be really bad. Um uh, I think it'd be good. like if we like um if we do like an outdoor show but but like cover the but like cover the ring the tent that'll like that'll like that like help so 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 much because then I cannot tell you how many times I've been like in the ring sweating, pressing like going, Okay. Oh my god. Are we done yet? Oh my god! Because it's so it, it it gets so hot in there, and you can't. It's it gets it gets really bad. But 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 that's what shows can be really really fun, just not in the heat. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation at an outdoor show where someone is actually? been injured or gotten ill from the heat, just 
whether it's heat exhaustion or burning themselves on the vinyl mat or anything like that? Um, um, let me think. Uh, thankfully, no, no, I'm not because that that's actually that's a good thing that just does happen because that can be that can be very that can be extremely extremely deadly. But no, no one did that yet. Thank God. I definitely don't recommend it. I've only been on one show where someone actually passed out from heat exhaustion. It was an indoor show, funnily enough, and uh, it was very hot that day, but we were in a hotel, and the air conditioning units were blowing out towards where we were, which was creating uh, much more heat and humidity. So it created kind of the perfect environment, and someone didn't take that into account and then drank a couple of energy drinks, which dehydrated them more, and that was not a good combination going to the ring. That's the worst thing. That's that's, that's the absolute worst thing you can ever do. If if you're really outdoors, Drink on water. Just don't drink so nothing yet. Just 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 drink water, water, water. That will save you so much. Agreed. Now on the flip side of the heat and humidity, I know Ohio can also get brutal in the winters with a lot of snow and ice. Yeah. And that type of thing, especially if you're up there near one of the big lakes in the northern part of Ohio. Oh, yeah. Has Have you ever been booked on shows where weather either caused the show to be canceled or caused you to be unable to make it to the show? Um, Actually, uh, no. Which actually pretty has surprises me. Um. No, but do you remember that remember that snowstorm of last year? We had snowstorm, so we had a really bad snowstorm here. We had like a we had like a level three for like two days straight, and either show that's at Saturday. It legit took me from from seven o'clock in the morning. About four in the afternoon to completely de ice my whole car. So, 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 so I can head to the show that Saturday. So, <laughs> yeah, it can be really, really bad here. I remember one time we were coming, we were coming home from um, Akron and we got hit with this. Hold on, this 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 is unbelievably really really bad a uh, storm. It was supposed to be like a twelve twelve a twelve a drive. It took us six hours to get home because we were going like ten miles an hour on the highway trying to get back. It took us, it took us like it took us like six hours to just just get back to uh, my house. So that's the high weather. It can get really hot and get bad. It can get extremely cold here. Most 
Definitely. I know Ohio can be brutal on both ends of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, in wrestling, it's a unique sport because people that have been on the top at the highest level of the industry will often circulate down and they will be on independent shows and local shows at some point in their career. So people on the lower levels of the business will often cross paths with the people that have worked in the highest levels of the business. Are there some uh, people that you've been on shows with that come from the national companies that have been on TV for a long time that have given you advice that seem to help you in your career? Um, uh, yeah. Just we go. Just this past uh, Thursday, actually. Hi, Hi. show in the West Oh, sorry about it. Go ahead. If I, so I was in this. So it, so this past so this past uh, this past um this uh this past uh, Thursday, I was talking to us uh, to uh to uh Shane Douglas. He was telling me you always have to be legit. You 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 always have to be uh legit uh legit uh uh legit legit You can't like you you cannot make anybody make you look stupid. Because thou just thou actually ruin the, the whole match essentially, and that has helped me a lot because some guys will think it sounds because 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 some guys will try make you look stupid for some reason. Um, but yeah, I've been also just like that with like um uh, Abyss, um Alistair, Tony, Tony um Tony um um Atlas, a uh, Bushwalker, a uh, Luke. I, it's, it's been awesome, you know. They've all given me really great um, advice. Fantastic. As you're picking up the advice there. Well, yeah. We're down to the last several minutes of the show, and I want to make sure there is plenty of time for you to say anything you would like to say to the listeners, plug and promote. Anything and everything you have, social media, upcoming appearances, merchandise, your favorite drugstore, anything you want, floor is yours. Okay. Uh, on August 6th, I'm heading to um, um, ASB Way in Amethyst, Ohio. On, then August 14th, I'm heading, no, no, um, 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 August 21st, I'm heading to a mid a west in in Amelian, um Ohio. If you want to talk to me, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can look up Tim Horse. You will see me and my picture on Facebook and on Instagram. If you want to talk, you can always hit me up anytime you guys want. Hey, hey, night. Um, yeah, dude. Then on um, then August twenty fifth, I'm heading to the Switzerland Wine Festival 
in um, um, Indiana. So if you want to talk to me, you can ask me. And I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. Well, Tim, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. We appreciate you taking time to be with us. And we will definitely have to have you back on and talk some more wrestling with you. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you. Our pleasure for sure. Fans, if you see that Tim's going to be on the show near you, he's a great referee. Get out there, support him. Make sure you get out there, support all the local independent wrestling you can. Coach, have you some things to plug, promote, say? Yes, you can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Also, Coach Mike Jones on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then you can also check us out on the Seattle Mariners and Cincinnati Reds organizational reports on YouTube. We also have them on my podcast on Saturdays, the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast. Next week, we got a big guest coming up, Lewis Rock. He was uh, Roddy Piper's right-hand man for a few years. Uh, he, had, he had quite the career. I discovered him at a show at Fort Lewis. She was 17 years old. I gave him a flyer. That got him hooked up at uh, Debashi School. He started out there. He was still in high school at Gig Harbor High School, um, got shows at Gig Harbor High School, and then he ended up winning the UIWA Universal Championship for myself, and then he had quite the career for what it was, you know. He got to go backstage at TNA, WrestleMania, WCW, uh, pay-per-view, the one that DDP won at the Tacoma Dome. Also, uh, he was on a pay-per-views with Roddy Piper and TNA. So he's got quite the story, and I'm looking forward to that next week, Lewis Rock on the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast. And also, if you need, need a tow in the Northwest, check out Big Boys Towing and tell them Coach Mike Jones sent you. All right. Plus, there was a big NGW green room last night while Lyle was there. There was at my son's wedding. My goodness, it was such a beautiful wedding. It was perfect. And my son's mom was the master of ceremonies, which was quite a shock to me. I had no no idea she was ordained. But she pulled it off flawlessly. Um, I got to interview, or me and Lyle got to interview my brother. He's not a huge fan of the Castillo trade. I'm I'm a huge fan of that trade, but I do think Cincinnati got a great deal on that trade, and uh, we're you know only time will tell, and we're yet to see. But Cincinnati did win yesterday against the Orioles, and today it's tied up in at Great America Ballpark, two to two, Baltimore, in the bottom of the eighth, and Lodolo. It's six solid innings to start that game for the Reds. Absolutely. We'll see what happens there. 
Now, and the Mariners, the Mariners is also two to two in the top of the ninth at a Minute Maid Park in Houston right now. Coaches, Minute Maid, your favorite orange juice? Um, it's one of the best. Yes, it's very good. I was a Donald Duck orange juice fan. Okay, and man, Kurt Ferris let us Kurt Ferris let us down today. He he got in his questions for like a hundred shows in a row. Something he he must be ill. Possibly. Well, hopefully he'll write in questions next week. But don't forget you can find me on the Book of Faces, the Twitter, the Gram. You can find Chicken Bob on all the social medias as well. The Sign of the Times episode 549. The Is That a Book edition recently went up on the YouTube, so check that out. We will be back with you on Friday afternoon. We have Jacob Ratliff. Great competitor out of the state of Kentucky with us, technically the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And then a week from today, we kick off Beast Month. We're hugely excited for Beast Month. We start with Mr. Beast out of Puerto Rico, former NBA player. He was the sixth ever Puerto Rican to be drafted into the NBA. Recently made the switch to professional wrestling to follow his family into the business. So we will have him on next week as we kick off Beast Month. Everybody stay safe out there. Get out there. Support your local independent professional wrestling, wherever it may be. And we will talk to you soon.